Viewpoint on Mormonism, the program that examines the teachings of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints from a biblical perspective. Viewpoint on Mormonism is sponsored by Mormonism Research Ministry. Since 1979, Mormonism Research Ministry has been dedicated to equipping the body of Christ with answers regarding the Christian faith in a manner that expresses gentleness and respect. And now, your host for today's Viewpoint on Mormonism. Should we, as New Testament Christians, be compelled to have respect for a faith or faiths that certainly do not teach biblical truth? Welcome to this edition of Viewpoint on Mormonism. I'm your host, Bill McKeever, founder and director of Mormonism Research Ministry, and with me today is Eric Johnson, my colleague at MRM. This week, we've been looking at an email that was sent to us by a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, an individual who was not too happy with some of the things that Eric had written in an article that is found on our website titled, Credit for Trying, a Loophole for Latter-day Saints. You can find this article at mrm.org slash credit hyphen for hyphen trying, credit for trying, and it is a response to a conference message that was given by a Mormon apostle by the name of Jeffrey R. Holland. His message was titled, Tomorrow the Lord Will Do Wonders Among You. This particular Latter-day Saint thought that Eric was being unfair because in it, mainly, he says, Jeffrey R. Holland was just encouraging Latter-day Saints to be better people. What's wrong with that? Yes, he he is saying that, but he also says some things that seem to contradict what other leaders have said as well. But this individual in, in his email says, I respect your faith. Please respect mine. Your efforts to find fault in a beautiful discourse by Elder Holland encouraging people to keep trying had nothing to do with elevating people and instilling faith in Christ. If anything, it would lead most who are struggling to be agnostic. Here's my response to that. First of all, we are not merely pointing out what we see to be errors in LDS theology or problems in LDS history simply hoping that they leave the LDS Church and become eventual agnostics or atheists. We have an alternative. We have a redeeming faith found in the New Testament that is really good news, which is certainly different from what we get from the restored gospel of Mormonism. We're not trying to turn people to be agnostic. That may happen. Some may turn atheist. That may happen. Statistics do show that does happen. But we are still offering an alternative. Please understand this if you're a Latter-day Saint. Yes, as a Christian, we see the doctrine that you are being taught as not leading to salvation as we understand that. Whereas the atheist that is trying to take the person out of the LDS Church gives them nothing. Think about this, though. In our view, you're just as lost as a Latter-day Saint as you would be as an atheist. So what does it matter to us whether you're one or the other? Our concern would be the same. We certainly don't want you to go into atheism, which many of them will. You and I, Eric, both, we talk to a lot of ex-Mormon atheists. We are trying to reach them just as much as the faithful Latter-day Saint. But then this individual goes on to say, I'm fine with you teaching your ideas, but when you use your ideas to tear down someone else's ideas or faith, then I have a problem. 
Okay, I'm going to try and be as kind as I can with my response on this, but that is self-refuting. It is just self-refuting. This individual can't really be fine with us teaching our ideas because he's just said that he has a problem with people who teach their ideas, which he sees as tearing down someone else's ideas. Well, when you are addressing people who have presuppositions, if you're going to have a positive conversation, you have to address some of those presuppositions. And of course, when we are talking to Latter-day Saints, they do have presuppositions, and we do need to talk about them. So I I would certainly have problems with that accusation that he makes there. Now, I did respond to this individual. He asked the question, why? And this is what we're trying to explain in this week's series. We're explaining why we do what we do at Mormonism Research Ministry. And I tell him this. I said, the answer to his question, why, is very simple. The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints has made many truth claims which are just not based in truth. It claims to represent the beliefs and practices of early Christianity, yet history does not bear this out. It uses the word restored. In fact, it uses the word restored many times. Restored church, restored gospel. It uses the word restored while teaching doctrines that have never been a part of the Christian faith. And, And I give a few examples here. Christians have never, for instance, believed in an infinite regression of gods, nor in a tristheistic godhead. Christians have never espoused a savior who was the spirit brother of Lucifer or believed in a heavenly father who was once a man who has a body of flesh and bones as tangible as man's. Now, these are definitely doctrines that are taught by the church. He mentioned his objection to Eric's criticism about temples because he personally feels good when he goes to the temple. I respond to that. I say temples may make Latter-day Saints feel good, but the fact is what goes on in those temples was never a part of the Christian faith. Then I say to him, I find it peculiar when Latter-day Saints make it appear that people like me or others at MRM are the unfair aggressor. And I remind him that he cannot forget that one of the main foundations of his church is the assumption that all Christian churches are wrong, that our creeds are an abomination, and our professors are corrupt. This has not changed, I said. In fact, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints had as a theme just a couple years ago this idea that Their church is the only true church on the face of the earth based on a claim made by Joseph Smith, their founder, that he was visited by God the Father and Jesus in the spring of 1820. Now, certainly that could not have happened in the spring of 1820 because the details that he gives in explaining this event did not happen in 1820. But the fact remains, it is difficult for me to believe that a Latter-day Saint could have a lot of respect for churches that have been described to them by their leader that is wrong, creeds that are an abomination, and have professors that are corrupt. I mention this, Brigham Young, who was the second president of the church, said, take up the Bible, compare the religion of the Latter-day Saints with it, and see if it will stand the test. Eric, isn't that what we are doing? If Brigham Young put forth that challenge and we take up that challenge to 
take up the Bible to compare the religion of the Latter-day Saints with it and see if it will stand the test. Do you think Brigham Young, being the character that he was when he was alive in the 19th century, only meant that we are to just find the disparity and then be quiet? No, I think if we were to take up the Bible, compare the religion of the Latter-day Saints with it, and saw that it didn't stand the test, that we, because we have a genuine concern for members of the LDS Church, would want to tell them what we have discovered. Just as I don't disparage LDS missionaries when they come to my home, though they don't normally come to my home much anymore, but when they would come to my home to share with me what they believe to be true, I would commend them for their effort. Shouldn't we be given the same courtesy that if we have something we have found that we would want to share it with the Latter-day Saint? But what did Orson Pratt have to say in his book, The Seer, on page 15 and 16, Eric? Convince us of our errors of doctrine, if we have any, by reason, by logical arguments, or by the Word of God, and we will be ever grateful for the information, and you will ever have the pleasing reflection that you have been instruments in the hands of God of redeeming your fellow beings from the darkness which you may see enveloping their minds. And that's pages 15 and 16. Now, you see what Orson Pratt says there. Now, Orson Pratt was an apostle in the church during the time of Brigham Young in the 19th century. He's inviting us to convince him of what we perceive to be errors that this person believes. He says if we're to use reason, logical arguments, or by the word of God, and he says if we're able to convince him that they have an error in those areas that we will be ever grateful for the information. And I'm just going to say, folks, that we have had a lot of people come back to us after we have shared the gospel with them, or they have read something that we have on our website, or have read perhaps a book that we have written, and have come out of the LDS Church. They have expressed that they are ever grateful for the efforts that we have put forth. We we give praise to God for this because certainly it's not by any eloquent argument that we are raising that is going to convict anybody of their sin. It has to be the work of the Holy Spirit. We recognize that. But I think Orson Pratt is correct. When a person sees that they have been living a life of error and they've been convinced that they need to leave that situation, they find that they are ever grateful for the information that was given them. N. Eldon Tanner, who was a member of the First Presidency several years ago, said no matter how sincere one's belief may be in an error, it will not change the error into truth. Now, again, that was a conference message that N. Eldon Tanner gave back in 1978. I would think that most Latter-day Saints would still agree with what he said today. This is why I have a problem when this individual says that I'm, I'm supposed to respect the faith of the LDS member. I don't know how I could do that in, in a way that would satisfy this individual. Now, certainly, we know that we're supposed to engage people with gentleness and respect, and we try very hard in doing that. Some Latter-day Saints... Uh, probably wouldn't agree with that because, as I said earlier this week, we are saying things that bother them. And of course, that offends them at times. Truth does have a tendency to offend individuals. 
Nobody likes their truth claims to be challenged, and Latter-day Saints are no different than this. But J. Reuben Clark made a comment, and I sent this statement to this individual. J. Reuben Clark, who was a member of the First Presidency, said, If we have the truth, it cannot be harmed by investigation. If we have not the truth, it ought to be harmed. I would say the same. I would be vulnerable in saying, that should go for me too. If I believe something that's an error, I don't believe that honors God. And I closed with my response to this individual by saying this, my motivation is based in a genuine concern for the spiritual welfare of the LDS people. I don't believe it honors God to believe something that is false. I hope you don't either. That is something that we take very seriously here at Mormonism Research Ministry. We are motivated by a genuine concern for the spiritual welfare of the LDS people. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information regarding Mormonism Research Ministry, we encourage you to visit our website at www.mrm.org, where you can request our free newsletter, Mormonism Researched. We hope you will join us again as we look at another Viewpoint on Mormonism. Do you ever get frustrated when your Latter-day Saint friends misunderstand what Biblical Christianity is all about? Introducing Christianity to Mormons, written by Mormonism Research Ministries Eric Johnson, will help equip you to share the essential doctrines of the Christian faith with confidence. Published by Harvest House, each of the 10 chapters includes examples of real-life evangelism encounters while giving clear steps on how the information can be used in witnessing situations. Introducing Christianity to Mormons is available wherever quality Christian books are sold.